Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All right. Hello, my darlings. Let's do this okay these are questions from you a little rapid fire so the first question is feelings on baby number two especially after getting back in shape postpartum we had always had a plan to start trying around Carmela being two that was Davide's plan not plan Davide had said from the very beginning that he wanted to have time with Carmela or whoever our firstborn child was. He said this when we, like a long time ago, I wouldn't not have a baby because of anything having to do with how my body looks at all. Like, I don't, that's, I mean, I understand the sentiment and I know lots of moms have said that many, many times because you kind of just get back to feeling like yourself and then your baby's older and it's like the thought of starting over again, but like, I'm very excited to be pregnant again. I loved being pregnant. I also waited probably, you know, six months to really do anything after I had Carmela last time. Like I kind of just felt really heavy and felt really bad for myself. And like the first active things I was doing was playing tennis. And I just felt like I was in quicksand. Like I felt like I couldn't move. And Then I found out I had PCOS and like really my hormones and everything have changed so much. Like I really have gotten all my PCOS symptoms completely under control and that feels really good. And I'm really curious how that will affect me getting pregnant again. I'm getting some tests done to figure out whether or not I should actually do IVF because I would like to have two more kids. And so I just want to see where I'm at physically to make sure that I'm capable of doing both, you know, doing that naturally. I'm going to figure that out. I mean, I got pregnant last time when I was 20 pounds over my normal weight, which obviously was no big deal and had no bearing on anything, but it was because I thought I was going to have to do IVF. So I was on copious amounts of various supplements and like thinking I would do like an egg retrieval. And it was also COVID. And I like was doing like the one thing that just really makes me gain 
a lot of weight. And you guys all know that like, I love like to drink. I don't, I mean, it's not like I'm, I don't drink every single day, but like, you know, I love to have enjoy myself. And during COVID I was drinking a lot of wine, a lot of wine. I have friends like we had like our little COVID crew and I have friends who like only drink red wine and it doesn't affect them at all. Me, if I drink a lot of red wine, I notice it, I notice it really quickly and it's because, you know, there's a lot of sugar in it and it's just the way my body, my particular body reacts. So, you know, I was like taking all these supplements and drinking lots of wine and wasn't working out and, I was just kind of, you know, we had been in this like weird thing where I tried to get pregnant for almost, you know, it was like over a year and a half. And I was kind of just like, I wasn't depressed, but I was just in like a really intense funk and feeling really sad. And anyway, so that's where I was last time. Right now, my period, okay, since I stopped drinking coffee in January, and Alyssa Vitti told me this many years ago when I was trying to get pregnant a long time ago. She told me the supplements to take. Now I know that she has her own formula and I take parallel, but before like all the things that are in these like conception packs are the things that I was all taking separately. And she told me when I was like desperate for any sort of advice or help to get pregnant was it takes three months for these things to have an impact. It takes three cycles. So it was so wild I stopped drinking coffee in January. So December was the last time I had coffee. I hate that I had to do this. I love coffee so much. So I stopped drinking the coffee. And last month, which was three months, three full cycles, my period was incredible. I'm someone that's period that whose period is so intense that I literally put like a doggy pee pad in my bed sometimes. I'm like, loaded up with overnight pads, like a disaster. And we were in New York last month when my period came and it came like a day or two early or something. And so I wasn't like mentally prepared or physically prepared. I didn't have all the stuff. And we were in New York. I thought it was going to come like the day we got back. And I was like, Oh my God, like, I don't have any of my stuff. And you know, in New York, you're just like ripping all day. And I was like, Oh, like I need like access to like a bathroom and an extra pair of pants. And all my things and the, my period came and then it never got heavy. And then it just ended. And the same thing happened this month. My period came yesterday. It like, usually I am so crampy and my mood is so bad. My mood has been totally manageable. I was a little bit sassy the last couple of weeks, but not anything insane. Like little things would bother me and I'd be like, Oh, like, my period's coming. Like that shouldn't bother me so much. And then like over the weekend, I just like really wanted to scarf food. I was just like, Oh, I want a burger. And like, Oh, I just wanted to eat. I was like courage bagels. I just wanted to eat so much. And like, obviously like gave into that because that's what my body was saying. And then my period came and it's just so light and I have no cramps. So I can't even tell you how amazing that feels being in postpartum more than anything else than what my body looks like or anything. Cause I've had many different forms of body. Also the hardest part about like how I looked before is the fact that everybody would call me fucking fat in my DMS. Anyway, now everyone's giving me fucking shit or being skinny. Everybody can fuck off. But baby number two, 
will hopefully happen at some point this summer. And that's kind of my plan. My PCOS is being managed really great. I'm taking my conception packet from Parallel. I'm taking a bunch of other things that people told me would help with pregnancy. I have like a great program going. I got pregnant the first time. Well, not the no, first time I had, I had a miscarriage, but I got pregnant. The first time I had gave birth was the first month we stopped trying, which was so wild. And I'm sure you've all heard the story a million times, but it was after almost, you know, trying for almost over a year and a half. And it was the first month that I was like, I really don't want to try anymore. And that's when she came and what a goddamn blessing that was. But it's also this weird thing where it was because I was like, who fucking knows? Right. Like that story is incredible because so many people told me that the moment you stop thinking about it, it will happen. But like, who knows? There are many people that plan this shit and get pregnant. Like nothing matters. Everything's insane. Who knows what works and doesn't work. So what I'm going to try to do is just enjoy my summer and give myself like four months, five months where I'm just not trying but not not trying and see what happens because I'd like to just be able, you know, the intention of not trying last time was, is what worked for me. So obviously I'm a little superstitious about that this summer. So that's where I'm at with that. I'd like to be pregnant in the fall. And I hate even putting that out in the air because then I feel like people are going to ask me and then that's stressful. And like, you don't ever want to ask people if they're pregnant, you know, that's the whole thing is just such a sensitive, insane thing. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you are selling olive oil or your clothing brand, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business, which is incredible. By the way, we live in the most magical time where you can come up with a brilliant idea and be able to make it available online so easily. Like this is new and it's because of Shopify. When I was growing up, even 10 years ago, this wasn't even anything that was possible. And without it, I wouldn't be able to have LPA and track my sales the way that I do or come up with an idea like Barancini and bring it to market in the easy way that I did. And same thing with Davide. Like up until recently, Davide had no employees and he was running his online business and his in-store business through Shopify because with Shopify, he can pull all of his sales and it has a POS system so he can keep up with exactly what his inventory is. It's just incredible. It also covers every sales channel. Like I said, from that in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, Shopify even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. It's packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth. Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills in design or anything. You can just put in your images, add your own copy. It is so, so easy. What's incredible to me about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify is there to empower you with confidence and control to revolutionize your business, take your business to the next level. They have so many helpful tools. It's so easy to navigate. The fact that Davide knows Shopify by the back of his hand, this is a man who barely knows how to use his cell phone. That's telling you a lot right there. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash best, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash best to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash best. Hi, I'm Mari Llewellyn and I'm the host of the Pursuit of Wellness podcast. A couple of years ago, I went through a huge transformation. And although I got a lot of attention for losing weight and discovering my passion for weightlifting, there was a lot more to that before and after than what a few pics could ever capture. On the Pursuit of Wellness, you can expect tons of information from experts about optimizing your body and mind. I'll also be sharing some triumphs and struggles from my own personal life. I'm on this journey with you, so you can definitely count on my podcast to give you that weekly dose of encouragement we all need as we pursue things that make us feel our very best inside and out. Tune into the Pursuit of Wellness every week wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, there was another question in here that I loved that was so smart. Not smart, but interesting. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, if you were pregnant right now, what would your morning routine supplements be, etc.? What would change? I would switch my parallel conception packets to my first trimester packets. I would continue to take fatty 15, which I will take through pregnancy and into breastfeeding. I can't tell any of you enough. I want to scream it from the rooftops. I don't talk about it enough. Fatty 15 is incredibly important. And just go on their website, look at the science, look at the research. Every There's been like every single clinical study has been done on this stuff. It is renowned. It's this will fatty 15 and C15. I swear to God will change our lives. C15 is something that we all need. And 99% of us are deficient in it. You only get it from whole milk. How many of us are drinking whole milk? Not many of us. Right. And especially probably not in the portions that you need to get the amount that you need. You can give it to your child through breast milk. That's how you give it to your child. That's how, you know, babies get C15. But if you are deficient in it, you can't pass it through your breast milk. So it's mandatory for me. I swear to God, I've never felt better than when I started taking. It helps with your PCOS. It helps at a metabolic, it helps at a cellular level. There really isn't anything it doesn't help with. It helps with your metabolism which and blood sugar, which is why it's so good for PCOS. It helps with, oh my God, fatty liver disease. It helps with depression. It helps with anxiety. It helps with sleep. My nails are so strong. They've never been this long. My hair, but I also take Nutrafol, you know, all of that. So I will continue to take my fatty 15. People are weird about drinking People are worried about drinking coffee when you're pregnant. I drank it when I was pregnant the first time, but I won't be drinking it into my pregnancy. I'm going to stay off of it. So really like the only things that'll change are like, can is like switching my parallel packet to the, you know, coordinating trimester packets, continuing my fatty 15. I will obviously go off my Nutrafol, but I will take Nutrafol postpartum right after I give birth. And then... I pretty much like eat the same. I obviously will not be doing hot yoga anymore, but I, what I do know that I'll be doing that I'll continue to do is weight training. I worked out a lot when I was pregnant the first time, but I was doing all the wrong workouts. And I think it was really, it was the same thing I was doing before I found out I was PCOS, which was really disrupting my body, which was like high intensity workouts. Those just don't work for me. 
So it's really about like, even this morning, like I did a sculpt class at hot eight, like my heart rate didn't, I mean, it was pumping, but not big time. Like I did no cardio. There was a whole cardio section. I didn't do it. I just did slow squats. I make sure to maintain my heart rate. I do so much breathing. I keep myself very calm and I just do heavy, slow movements with heavy weights. And that really helps. And so I'll do that with long hot walks while I'm pregnant. And that's really is working for me now. And I know will work into my pregnancy. Gentle parenting or old school? I don't know, guys. I see gentle parenting tips on, there's one guy has really great gentle parenting tips on TikTok. I don't know. Who knows? Every, every kid is different. I'm going to tell you this. I don't want any of our kids thinking that they run our home. And I think David and I can both agree on that. If someone has an attitude problem or if somebody is rude, that's just not behavior that's allowed. Do I want to berate my child or make her feel small and think that that's going to work for me? No. Our most important traits for our daughter are to be kind and empathetic. So, you know, hopefully she's the kind of person and I think she might be because she's not super rambunctious. I mean, she's definitely like a toddler that gets into things, but she's not, she doesn't, she's only two by the way. So, or she'll be two next month. So we haven't even entered like deep toddlerdom yet. Like who knows what's in front of me, but she has, she has not yet like done something she knows she's supposed to do while looking at me. She doesn't like push my buttons yet. So there hasn't been any, you know, we haven't like encountered this, but what we talk about our intentions as parents, which we've talked about before we were pregnant was just really to be able to have our child from a young age understand consequences. And that's like that book good inside. Like I like how I really like what Dr. Becky says. Sometimes it seems like she lacks a little bit of consequence and we believe in consequences for sure. But I like how she'll explain what was an example she used. It was like a kid being like a brat about getting a present they didn't like or something or not, not saying thank you as like a grandparent gave a present and to like, you know, say, wow, like that presence, you're so lucky to have something like that. So many kids don't have that. Like, you know, and just make them think like, wow, like I remember my nephew Levi, who's an angel on earth. Every time my mom would give him presents at Christmas, he, he would literally look at her and say, wow, Grandy, thank you so much. So many kids don't have a toy truck. And we would all just look at each other and melt. And I think like some kids are also just born that way, you know? So it goes child to child. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, old school, will I hit her? No, (laughs) but, but I'll tell you this. My mom used to grab the back of my arm if I snapped at her, especially in public. And here's what I will not allow my child to do is talk to either one of us in public, especially, but ever in a way that's shitty. That'll be a direct, like we are leaving the situation. We've talked about this at length when we see kids out at dinner who are getting like empty threats from their parents. Like, if you don't stop doing this, like, I'm going to take the iPad or if you don't stop doing this, we're going home. But the parent never goes home. Davide made me promise, like, before I got pregnant, we've had like very seriously, he brings it up often. He's like, you have to promise me that you'll do this. Where if, you know, a kid, one of our kids is acting up, 
and we give a threat that we are going to leave if she doesn't stop. And she keeps it up that we have to leave. Like Davide was like, we have to leave. <laughs> like no matter how much fun we're having, those are the moments. Those are the learning teaching moments. And he's like, I really need you to have my back there. So that's what I promised him. And that is what is going to happen. Where in Italy should I get married next summer? I'm between Puglia and Tuscany. Those are two very different places. I would go to both of them and try to see what represents your relationship the most. Puglia is very large. You know, each town is like 45 minutes to an hour from each other. There are not that many hotels. You're on the water, which is really nice, but not many of the hotels have access to the beach club. So you have to, or the, you know, the Masterias, uh, you know, it's like, you have to understand like the logistics of both of those places. And I really feel like getting married should be in a place that's very meaningful to you where you should continue to want to go back or there should be some sort of like tie to that place. You're also asking a lot of your guests, like financially, Summer in Italy is summer in Italy is unbearably expensive. Like we booked the trip that we're going on right now. We booked our tickets fucking six months ago and our, you know, it's half, it's like many different, like we're doing lots of work for three different brands on this trip. So, you know, these tickets like half go to this company and some go to that company. And then some of it, you know, it's all, it's expensive. And so you want to make sure that you're taking your guests to a place where they're going to have a great itinerary for the weekend, or, you know, you just want to be like cognizant of that. One of our friends is getting married in Portofino. We're going to that. We have to go back to the end of the summer for that. And there's only 30 people going. And I love that it's going to be really small. I feel like that'll feel like a true vacation for everyone, you know? And so I think it's just about getting married in places that are very, very meaningful and that are, that's really easy for your guests. Tuscany is, is definitely an easier place logistically. It's smaller. You can have everybody stay in the same place. So you feel like everybody's in a little hub together you know, you fly into Florence. It's not far from Florence, like Puglia. There's, you got to drive like a long way from the airport. Car transfers are really how Italians make a lot of their money in the summer off tourists. So those car transfers are expensive as shit. You just gotta, gotta be really cognizant of all the little things that are going to add up financially for the people who you're asking to do this lovely trip for you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need for yourself. Obviously, you know, this has to do with every aspect of your life, whether it's work or coworkers, your family, your friends. We talked about it in this episode. You got to make yourself a priority. When we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find a more balanced life. So you can actually be proactive and helpful about supporting others without leaving yourself behind. I mean, there is no way to put a price on therapy. Everybody needs and deserves in 45 minutes, an hour to yourself every week. 
And it used to seem impossible because, you know, getting in your car, driving to a therapist, having to get a recommendation for a therapist, switching therapists, it was so exhausting. And BetterHelp has taken all of those challenges away. If you're thinking of starting therapy, just give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge, no long drives, no exploring. It's just easy peasy. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Pia today and get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp.com slash Pia. Jolie is a beauty wellness company focused on purifying the quality of our water for better skin and hair. We all know to filter water we drink, but why not the water that we shower in? I mean, I've been thinking about this for so long, especially because my shower heads have been there since my dad put them in in the 80s. Many of our skin and hair issues actually start with our water. Dry skin, acne, damaged hair, eczema, change in hair color, rashes, even hair loss. The watery shower in is fundamental to the quality of our hair and skin. That's why Jolie is tackling the root cause with the Jolie filtered shower head. This thing is gorgeous. I had Davide put it in last week. My, he was like, what is the shower head going to make a difference? And we put that thing on and he was like, my skin. And I was like, I know. It's incredible. You just feel the way that the water is like running down your skin differently. And my hair is so shiny. I noticed I was able to brush out my hair better. Isn't that incredible? I can't emphasize enough the damaging effects of the chlorine and heavy metals and the horrible effects they have on skin and hair. And if you're someone who's like, these products aren't working and I'm taking the right vitamins and like everything is still a little dull, it's your water. And thank God that Jolie was invented because what an incredible solution. By filtering your shower water, you're getting to the root problem and eliminating the contaminants, preventing you from having your best skin and hair. Jolie is built to remove all those chlorines and heavy metals, which are the main culprits causing damage to your skin and hair. Get filtered shower water at jolieskinco.com or follow them at jolieskinco on Instagram to learn more. Someone just said hot yoga with an exclamation point, but I mean, what do you want me to say? How much I love it. I did hot eat a, a lot before my wedding and I found that that was what really my, like made my body. It's it, my body reacts very well to hot yoga. My inflammation just really goes down. Like, I think it's, it must be the same thing that people say about just being in a sauna. Like, I don't know. It just really works for me. I really would think, I think, I really would think, I think what really helps for me with the hot yoga is how much I have to breathe and like control my movements and think about everything that I'm doing. Like for as intense as some of the classes are that I'm taking, every move is very thoughtful and every breath is very thoughtful. The stretching before and afterwards also, you know, I don't know. I do lots of different kinds. I take regular yoga and I take sculpt and I take the bar classes, but man, if listen, I know that some people it's not for you. Absolutely. It's not. But for me, it just really works. And it has been for years. Manifesting tips. I have a notebook that I love that I carry around with me 
and the front of it are my to-do lists that I go through and then I'll flip it over and use it like the opposite way from the reverse side. And I'll just have a page in there that'll say like this year, next year, five year. I don't look at it that much. I need to put them up on a wall in my office, but I check back on them every time I go to write something new in there. And I try to visualize as much as possible, like before I go to bed, things that I want to work on. Like I'm really, you know, really want to build this guest house for my mom. And so I'm been manifesting that. And I think like doing the work for your manifestation really helps. Like, you know, I have a really strict financial plan that I stick to. Like I have an accountant and that's something actually like that I can't recommend enough to many of you. And I know that many people are starting to like go freelance. And I want to tell you, I can't, like, if you want to do, if you are on 1099s, you have to make yourself an S corp or an LLC immediately. One of our sponsors is collective. I would sign up for collective fucking yesterday. If I were you yesterday, because the amount of money that you save on taxes when you are an S corp and it's, and it's designed that way to encourage you to work, <laughs> but most things are going to be a write-off for you. So uh, I could scream this from the rooftops. We are at the age where we need to, where we need to make smart financial decisions. And especially, you know, I have a kid. So my finances were something that I didn't know where to start or what to do. I wish that I knew about collective years ago, because if you start a business, especially if you have payroll to make yourself an S corp, like goes through, usually it'll go through like a lawyer or an accountant to do your taxes. You need a CPA. Like these are all different people where collective does everything for you a month for like a very affordable fee. I have talked about this in podcasts before, but if I could tell you anything like investing in your own business with lawyers and, you know, I have an employee, like I'm able to do more work because I have an employee, like that makes me more money. Right. So in conjunction with my hopes and dreams and my manifestation, I'm actively working on where I want to be financially. And I have very rigid financial goals I, you know, I stick to, I mean, I don't even, my money doesn't even go to me. It goes to an accountant and they pay, put everything in my savings. They pay every, you know, manage all of my stuff like to a T. And so I know, and then, you know, they invest for me. Like it's the way that, so along with all of my manifesting, I like to, I like to just reinforce that with intention and hard work. And I think that combination of those three things is really important. An example of intention. Okay. Well, when I was in college, I remember a professor telling me like, you really want to be very good at negotiating your salary, like for your first job. And listen, my first job paid me like 30 grand a year. So there are some jobs you're just going to take, but like I was a waitress at the same time, right? Like you just, because I knew that I wanted, you know, X amount of money to live 
comfortably, which is a part of the grit of getting to where you want to be. Right. But there's going to be moments that where you'll realize like, oh, if I want to go from, you know, 50K to 70K or 50K to 100K, or if by the time I'm 35, I want to be making, you know, $200,000 a year or, you know, $500,000 a year, how do I get there? You really need to look at people in your industry, see the people who you want to be and not copy what they did because we're in this weird, unfortunate world where like, you know, a job that you might have a year from now isn't even a job yet, right? We're able to create our own jobs and make our own money and start our own business and do all these cool things. But I would use other people for as, you know, inspiration and leverage to get what you want. So I think that's the most important thing about manifesting is like, you can't just sit around and be like, I really want that. For example, when I was manifesting my husband, I would lay in bed every night. I always say this, but a lot of you keep asking. So sorry if I'm repeating myself. I would lay in bed every night. And I would say, wherever you are, I hope you had a great work day. I hope whatever you did today is leading you to be the best version of yourself. So when we meet, it's the exact perfect time. You know, I hope that you're healthy. I hope that you're happy. I hope you had a great day. I hope that you're accelerating in your job, you know, blah, 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 blah. I also didn't want to be too focused on like being obsessive about finding my person. So I dated, I went on so many dates. Like I was just on Raya, like accepting dates, accepting dates with people that I knew I didn't want to date, but it felt really good to get to know myself through going on dates. And I loved that. And I would just like get, you know, go meet at someone at a restaurant and have a dinner and go home and like call my mom on the way home and be like, that wasn't for me. But like, you know, I was really proud of how many times I asked him about himself or like that I was really comfortable or I'd be like, mm, maybe I talked too much on that date. And like, I wonder if that turned him off. You know, it was, it was a good practice. So I think like, you know, manifesting is one aspect of really getting what you want. And I think we can kind of all agree on that, right? Our next partner is Athletic Greens. You know, I've been taking AG1 for years. I gave it a try a few years ago because I saw, I think it was like Devin Brugman or something. She was like on vacation and she was sipping this green juice. And I was like, how did you get a glass full of greens in the middle of nowhere on that vacation? And she was like, I take Athletic Greens no matter where I go because it makes me feel incredible. And you know that Devin Bregman is just a glowing goddess. And so I was like, whatever you say, babe, I will do that. I've tried tons of different supplements out there. This one just hits differently. I mean, there are 75 vitamins and minerals in there. You have a multivitamin, you have pre and probiotics for your gut health. You have adaptogens, a green blend, literally all in one scoop of powder. I like to just drink it in water in the morning. I give that stuff to Davide because, you know, his diet mostly consists of carbs. And I'm like, you need to eat a green. He's like a giant baby. And I can't tell you how easy it is. It's just that one scoop every morning, once a day. It really is a seamless and easy daily habit. It also helps me save time, makes my life so much easier with that just one scoop. And there's something about it that just soothes my stomach. I notice a total difference when I don't take it. And it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. 
If you're looking for a simpler and cost-effective supplement routine, Athletic Greens will give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash best. That's athleticgreens.com slash best. If you have an upcoming summer trip abroad, my go-to travel hack is Babbel. I've been using my Babbel secretly every day. And I'm really excited when we go on our trip to Italy this summer to impress Davide secretly. I didn't, I, he doesn't know I've been doing it. Because if you're like me and you're looking to learn a new language or maybe you are going on a new adventure, communication is key. And fully experiencing wherever you're traveling is a lot better if you know a little bit of language. And that's why we just love Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, there is still time to learn a new language before your trip this summer. You only need 10 minutes. I just do 10 minutes a day. You can start having real-life conversations within three weeks. Babbel's expertly crafted lessons are built around real life, which is why they're so great for trips. You learn how to have practical conversations about travel, relationships, business, and more. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. And with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages. Plus Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation, which is where I get super embarrassed. So I'm happy that I can like practice it privately in my office and like not have Davide laugh at me. Right now, you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babble.com slash Pia. That is babble.com slash Pia for up to 55% off your subscription. Babble, language for life. Bangs to cut or not cut. I don't know. I'm really into these bangs. It's so weird. When did also another question? When did you decide to go by your real name? I don't know what that means. My real name is Laura, so. I don't go by my real name. Okay, what else? Mm, if you were pregnant, you know, oh, I already read that one. Dressing for changing pregnancy weights. Zara, Norma Kamali, Skims, stretchy things. Vintage bias cut dresses. My bias cut dresses fit me through all shapes of my body. Those are my favorite. Those are usually available at your local thrift store, Etsy, eBay. Go on Etsy and type in floral bias cut dress and buy all of them. Like I cannot tell you how much that helps. Europe summer clothes packing list. Same thing. I got some stuff from Forward, a lot of Norma Kamali, really. And then I have so much LPA stuff that I'm so excited about. Because we really, I think this is really the first delivery that Chloe started working with us as our designer. I mean, maybe over a year ago now at this point, Chloe started working for us. And obviously we were designing, we used to design, my God, three months ahead. Then we started designing six months ahead. This is years ago. Now we design a full year ahead. So the collection that's coming out now is really Chloe and I working together and are now in our groove a year ago. So these clothes that are coming are fucking to die for. Like everything 
from here on out, the new collection comes out the 26th. Everything from here on out is are the items that I am the most proud of that have ever been a part of LPA. LPA is, will be nine years old this summer. So I packed a lot of LPA stuff. There's tons of cute stuff and I'm really proud of it. And I'm excited to wear all of it this summer. And it's also stuff that I want to have forever. Porn use men following Instagram models. You guys, porn doesn't bother me unless it's clearly a problem. Like I have like friends who will be like, oh my God, I walked into my husband and he was like, but I think that's healthy and normal and that doesn't bother me. And I don't think it should bother you because I am sure at some point you have made yourself feel some type of way and it wasn't about your partner. And that's just unfortunately how shit works sometimes. Following Instagram models, I don't see that would be a hard one for me. I don't see why there would be a reason that if you were in a long-term committed relationship that your partner should be following hot chicks, you know? And if he was following them before and then you got, or he or she, and then you guys get together, I don't know. I mean, if you were to say, hey, we've been together for a long time, like, you think you need to still follow all those accounts, you know? I think you could say it in like a cute, funny way. You got to be fucking, people are such liabilities. You know, you say something to someone and they're going to interpret it in a certain way. So you really got to be careful about making your needs feel heard in a way that's receptive to your partner. So if you just say like, hey, like, you know, I think trying to make it a light joke, like, do you really think you need to be and see if so-and-so is proactive about it? If that doesn't work saying, Hey, you know, we've been together for a long time. Kind of makes me uncomfortable that you follow all these other people on Instagram that are constantly half naked. Would you mind not doing that? You know, we're adults. Like maybe your mom follows your partner. You know, it gets to the point where like people can see and then you can explain it. And if they fight you back on it, I think that's a moment to have a conversation being like, Whoa, where's that coming from? Like, you know, I really want to feel safe and this doesn't make me feel safe. Let's see what happens there. Porn doesn't bother me unless it's like an addiction, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty play the fucking cool guy card a lot and there would be no fucking reason for someone to like be active on an account when you have a serious partner like that. You know, I don't, I don't know. Eight years together, realizing he is not fit for my future self. I'm reconciling this hard truth. Any advice? Well, I'm really happy for you that you have realized that. I'm sorry because I'm sure it's really scary. I'm sure you have a friend who's maybe been, who you've seen exit a really long-term relationship. And then all of a sudden all these like magical things start happening because maybe that relationship, unfortunately, or, and where you were, or are in that relationship is keeping a lot of doors closed. So I would really look at this as an exciting opportunity for a lot of doors to open. And unfortunately, the quicker you close that other door, the more the new doors will open. But nothing is scarier than ending a relationship. Eight years is a huge chunk of your life. So I would be very graceful with yourself 
feel all the feelings. Do not be ashamed to be sad. Call on your friends. Lean into the feelings. And what I think what I did, which was really helpful because I've had four boyfriends in my life, like serious. And, you know, you don't, you want to be able to like feel the feelings, which are really healthy and you have to, but not have it take over your life. So I remember being like, okay, I'm going to give myself like three months to make bad decisions and a fool of myself and be kind of a mess and then kind of check in with myself in three months and really reconcile with those feelings and see where I need to go from there. And that was kind of really helpful. Therapy also is just a godsend through these things, truly. And don't be sensitive if your friends say, I mean, you're going to be sensitive and that's totally normal. But if your friends say things like, oh, I didn't like him anyway, or blah, 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 blah. They're just trying to make you feel better. And nobody knows what the right thing to say is when somebody's exiting an eight-year relationship because it's, it's a lot for everybody, really. Tips for career success if you're not the smartest person in the room. Oh, girl, I am not the smartest person in many rooms, but I am the one with the most fucking drive. And that will, you know, ideate like a psychopath for a long time. Being smart is a very subjective word and it means a million different things. And first of all, also don't talk about yourself that way because you're putting yourself in a, in a box that you don't need to be in because you absolutely have talent and you have a lot of talent that someone that I'm sure you consider to be smart doesn't have. So you just got to lean into that stuff. Okay. I'll do one more balancing travel, social life, marriage and thirties with motherhood. I don't know. It's really hard. I don't know how to chill. And so I think a lot of the things that are really normal for me are really not normal for a lot of people. And I want to be really clear about that. Like I threw a giant baby shower here yesterday and everyone was like, wow, it's really crazy that you did that. And like, how do you do that? And the whole time I was like walking around and picking up stuff. And, but like, I've always been like that. Like I used to throw ragers at this house when I was in high school, I threw other friends' birthday parties. When I lived in New York, I had parties at my house all the time. I love the chaos. I love to host. I love to move around a party a lot and have like lots of little conversations. So me constantly walking around the party, picking things up, cleaning things up, like that's normal for me. That's my personality. That's one small example. In the course of a day, this is how I was in high school, by the way. Like if, if I have to put together like a deck or like an Excel, which I never will have to put together because I don't put myself in the fucking position to do that because I'm not good at it. And I know my strengths and my weaknesses at this point. But like, if I have to do like a project, it's really hard for me, really, really hard for me to focus. And that's something that I have to do after, after the baby goes to bed and after I have dinner, the boundaries that I put up, like the main one is that I and it's, I know that you guys are going to be like, you're good with events. I do not go to events. A million, there are a million brands and there are a million people that I love that have a million brands. And what makes these things work is the community. So when I get invited to an event, which, you know, is often because I live in Los Angeles and this is a hub of many people who have lots of brands and many people that I know or brands that are trying to get known, like, it's a part of the social fabric of my industry and this town. And 
I would love more than anything to go to all of these events because I love people and I love knowing about these brands and like seeing the cool ideas that people come up with and like seeing how people execute an event is like so fascinating and interesting to me. And I like really love FaceTime with people that I talk to on Instagram all the time. And like, that would be my dream, but I live 45 minutes away. I own businesses that, you know, are, will now, especially soon have employees and, I have to be responsible for my time management. I want to do bath time and dinner with my daughter every night. I want to work out in the morning. That helps me very now at this point. Like that's like what keeps me sane. Like there are a lot of things that get very disrupted by me driving 45 minutes to West Hollywood for a lunch in the middle of the day and then driving two hours back in traffic. You know, I'm in the car that's, you know, at least two hours that I'm not answering my emails. I don't, it's just like chaos. And so I, that's something that like, unless we're, you know, having dinner with friends, which is important to us or going to dinner with an investor or attending an event of somebody that I work with, or I'm very, very, very close with. And it's like important to me to show up for that person. Then of course we will, but that's been something that I've had to cut out. You also have to keep in mind that like my mom lives here with me. So I have help in the morning, big time. Or like Davide's store doesn't open until 11. He gets there at 10, but usually he has all his calls with Italy in the morning and he does a lot of consulting. So like he'll work in the morning too before work. So usually like, you know, I wake, I, I'm leaving like right before Carmela wakes up. So, you know, I have her breakfast ready to go. When I run out the door, sometimes I'll get her up, change her diaper and just put her in her little toddler tower in front of her lunch and then, or sorry, in front of her breakfast. And then my mom will eat breakfast with her and then I get back and then the nanny comes at nine. So, you know, I have a lot of things kind of like locked and loaded, but I will tell you this, a lot of shit falls through the cracks. I get a lot of like really stressful text messages from my mom. I get stressful text messages from Dobby Day. Like, you know, the other day he went to take a car. My mom had taken the baby seat out of the car because she needed to help move my uncle from one house. to the Oh, by the way, also my mom works. My mom does real estate. So there's just like a lot of chaos that happens. And again, it's like very much in my personality to just like thrive in complete chaos. I love to problem solve quickly. So I'll be like, wait, okay, this needs to happen. And then we need to do this and da, 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 da. So I think a lot of stuff just really depends on your personality and knowing your personality. Our careers are all different. So, you know, probably sound like an asshole saying like, oh, I cut out events. But like, you know, that is a huge part of like the industry that I'm in. So there's just a lot of different, a lot of different things that are going to go wrong. And I think it's a matter of leaning into them and giving yourself some grace when things get a little fucked up. Oh my God. A lot of these questions are so funny. The fragile male ego. I mean, that's a special one. That's a whole podcast in itself. Motivation for postpartum fitness when already exhausted and taking care of a baby. Okay. This will be the last question I answer. So I have a friend. I have a lot of mom friends. I had, I got married at the, you know, quote unquote later side in my like friend group from high school. Like 
you know, one of my best friends since sixth grade, God, no fifth grade we met, she has three kids. And so I'm really lucky that I'm around a bunch of moms that I wish we all lived in the same place. Like, you know, one of them lives by the beach and one lives in San Francisco and then another one lives here. But like, I have a lot of moms who are fucking badass and work. There's these moms that you look at and you're like, Jesus Christ, like you're doing it all. You know, like my friend Kate runs her own business and has three kids and always looks put together. And the kids are doing tons of activities and each kid is more special than the last. And they're like well-behaved and her house looks great. You know, it's just one of where you're like, God damn it. Like, how is she doing this? But what really, 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 when it comes to motivation to work out, it's your hour for yourself that seems shallow because it's something you do for your body. But this is not, this is fuck weight. Like this, this is about health, right? Like if you just go on a walk or do yoga on your phone or do a YouTube class for 45 minutes, you will feel better like physically and mentally. That's it. So like I didn't feel good in postpartum and I was heavy and I was embarrassed of like how out of shape I was. Wasn't anything to do with my physical body, obviously, because like I've been like had no problem getting my ass back into the gym and working out like that's a place I feel very safe. But like especially in Pasadena, like West, if I was going to, if I was living in like West Hollywood and going to like classes with like those girls that show up and like, you know, and God bless them. But, you know, there's a difference between the Equinox in Pasadena and West Hollywood. And we, it's like a runway show at the West Hollywood one where, you know, I'm around more like normal people, my peers over here. Anyway, there is something that just happens when you show up for yourself. And I learned this from all my mom friends, Kate, Whitney, Hillary, like Sarah, Cynthia, all of them. They like, I remember before I had a baby, I would like call Hillary and she would answer and she'd be in the middle of doing yoga on her iPad. And I'd be like, oh no, no, I don't want to bother you. She'd be like, oh no, no, no. Like I have, like, I can just let me finish the last five minutes of this. Like while I'm on the phone with you. And I was like, how are you doing this? Like, where are the kids? And she was like, my boys are sleeping. This is their nap time. And I was like, aren't you tired? And she was like, yes, I'm tired. But like, this is my time for me. And like, if I don't work out, I turn into a, like a crazy person. Like I don't show up being my best self. So I think really like that is something that it becomes motivating. And the hardest part is just showing up. But once you show up and you start feeling good, you'll get fucking hooked and you just don't want to go back to feeling any other way. You know, even if it's just going on a walk or going on a walk with the baby, you know, whatever it is, but add it to your schedule as something that's just as important as the other things in your life. And it's, it's a mandatory thing. That's your time. That's, that's how I view it. All right. I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Please leave a positive comment if you're so inclined. I hope all of you who are listening to this are in a very good place in your life. Oh my God, Carmela just knocked over something big. 
hope you're all in a very good place in your life. I hope this day fulfills you. I hope you're on a path to greatness. Thank you. Anyway. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.